Mr. Julian Lane, how's it going? Going good, man. How you doing? Uh, doing good, man. Just uh, out here trying to uh, stay healthy over here in Japan. Hey, God bless you, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out here doing the same, man, trying to yep. just stay healthy, you know, and day to day, man, living day to day, man. Another fight coming up, or, or is that something that's in the works, maybe? Well, I'm, I'm supposed to be having a fight probably uh, either February, I would say, or March. But, you know, me, man, I like to, I like to stay active, and I haven't yeah. really been active in the last couple of years, man. So I'm yeah. trying to, you know. I'm trying to get put a pep in my step and, and get back into it, man. It's just, you know, it's just uh, training and, and working and, and, you know, taking care of my kids and stuff, all yeah. that put together, you know. But uh, I've, I've relaxed for a, a while now, so I feel like it's, you know, I got to get get back on the grind, man, and, and, and start getting some, some bouts under my belt, man. MMA yeah. and couple, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you're going to do uh, MMA too? Uh, probably here in the near future, man. I'll probably start, you know, getting back in, doing a few fights here in 2021. 20, oh, that's my, nice. Yeah, because you were at BKFC, right? It's mostly yeah, bare knuckle, yeah. what, what I've seen Still recently. Bare knuckle, let's see. And I'm going to stay with them, but you know what I mean? I, but I, I, I don't want to fall too far away from MMA also, man. You know, it's I like to do it all, man. I like to do it all. So whether yeah, it's... Let's, me you know what i mean fighting i like to do all aspects of the sports man of the yeah. arts. does does bkfc allow you to to jump to different promotions and do other other stuff as long as like mma uh I'm, i haven't really uh actually tried to get in, actually do anything set anything up yeah. but i i'm pretty sure i'm a, i would have to just run it by you know the boss man and see see what he's talking about man but i you know i also i you know i got two fights left in my contract so i also gotta uh, renegotiate yeah. that too. time to renegotiate some contracts yeah for sure for sure plus with the whole covid thing uh it's it set us back a little bit uh we were like we were out six months man but i still have some time you know what i mean with bkfc and i don't want to go anywhere man i like those guys man they treat me good yeah but i I just, I don't know, man. I just have this urge to get into the cage, man. So, and and I feel like I never, you know, I never finished what I started on that path, you know, and I got to finish that one on, you know, on top of doing the one I'm doing now. I'm kind of just, I've, I've kind of been all over the place, man, in the last few years, man. Yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, of path, you know, that you started, how how did you get into to MMA? What What led you? to to getting into fighting um well you know i i grew up wrestling as a kid my mom okay. put me into wrestling when i was about eight years old and i started doing that man like my dude literally my first night on the mat i freaking they did like the you know how they the guy goes through the whole lineup you know everybody yeah. wrestles everybody yeah uh, we did that and uh i once they got to me man i freaking smashed the guy and then smashed them all the way through heavyweight, man. So I kind of like – that was my – I still remember that night, man. That was my first night ever on the wrestling mat. And I was literally like 50-0 and 0 in my first 50 matches. Jeez. And I pinned everybody with the head and arm choke, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, that's all he has. That's all he has. So then, then I switched up to the double chicken wing, man. And uh, 
I started pulling everybody with that. But that's, you know, that's how I got started, man. That, uh, that created, kind of opened that, that element in my, uh, in my mind, you know what I mean? Or my, in my spirit, you know, the, yeah. that, but I've always had it, man. You know, I always had that little temper or wanted to fight if I got mad or something like that. And I was just real competitive as a kid. And, you know, I was just after high school and everything, I was, you know, just working and everything and watching UFC. And I'm like, man, I want to get into that, you know, cause I can wrestle and I do wrestling for years of my life, man. Uh, and one night I was, uh, here in Ohio, and I um watching the local channel and I hit up uh, it was called NAAFS. It was mm-hmm. a promotion here. It was a, it was a big promotion here of Ohio. Um at one point it was the biggest. They're not in business now, but at one point they were. And I took my first fight with them, man. I hit them up and told them how many wrestling matches I had. Man, I had like 380 matches, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, my record's like 380 and 20 <laughs> something da 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 and they hit me up like man the hell is this man like how many fights did, did you kind of did you kind of fudge that record a little bit add a couple of extra wins in there or was that your actual record oh yeah man that was just um my first season man wow. my first season my first season wrestling <clears throat> i had about 380 matches man wow it was crazy it, I, I wrestled all year round so like the whole year my mom you know first tournament i ever went to man uh I got eliminated. It was like single elimination. We drove like four hours, man. Fucking, <laughs> she was chewing my ass out all the way home. Man. That was a terrible ride home, I bet. You know how much gas costs now, boy? <laughs> and and then, you know, she started putting me into uh, two weight classes, two age brackets, and I actually started collecting two, three medals at a time, man. So, you know so I mean? two, was, weight, two weight brackets, you, you would wrestle two weight brackets at the same time or just different different days you would wrestle yeah. different? Um, like one day I would do uh, two age brackets or I would do two weight brackets. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, so I, I'd be getting called off one mat. I'd be, uh, I'll be on the mat wrestling a guy, man. I hear my name getting called onto another mat. I was like, oh, I gotta get this dude out of the way, man. Time to go. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, it feels like nowadays you, you wouldn't even imagine that they'll even let that happen because it's kind of like, especially in sports, they kind of baby athletes so much now, it seems like. Yeah, for I sure, man. Wonder if, yeah. <clears throat> so, so growing up, yeah, I was... Back oh. to the night, man, back to, the, you know, watching the local channel and yeah. seeing some fights hitting up NAAFS. They, um, they set me up with a debut fight and, uh, and that's how I got started, man. I fought up in Akron, Ohio, and uh, it was called Rumble on the one- Runway. Rumble on the Runway. It was up by the Canton Airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually lost that night, but I, oh. I lost a three-round decision, man. But it was – I was really way out of my weight class. I, I, I stepped on the scale. I had all my clothes on, man. I was I was about buck 75. I was fighting <laughs> 185. I told him I was 185. Yeah, but I didn't want to scale the time, man. The way they set up, it was so, like, bad news bears, you know what I mean? I was just yeah. – I, 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 I made a bag out of a, a – it was like a duffel bag, and I stuffed it full of dirt and sand and rocks, and I hung it in my tree, and I freaking started running around the hood, man. Everybody, you know, Rocky style, dude, doing sprints on my street, man. Oh, and, you, uh, were, you were running with the bag? Uh, well, no, I would just run around the neighborhood. But, yeah, oh, okay. I, I mean – the bag too sometimes you know i use it as a workout you know what i mean but uh 
actually, you know, hung the bag in my tree in my in my front yard, man. So I'd be out there hitting the bag and stuff. And I, I yeah, man, and, and that's how I got started. And after that, man, I got a got on a win streak, man, and started, you know, dominating, man. And finally, after uh, I would say about 13 amateur fights, I might have had 13 or 14 amateur fights, and and uh, I ended off my record was nine and four as an amateur. And then I went to a pro and once I, uh, I made my pro debut, you know what I mean? It was on after that, man. I where that, where uh, did you go pro? Which, uh, which company did you turn pro with? Where was your first fight? Well, it, it was some rinky dink out here. In, uh, <laughs> and it was, I was literally on a horse barn, dude. On a, uh, on a, hey, what? In a horse, like a horse barn on a fairground. A horse barn. Okay. Literally, man, the, uh, the canvas was black, and it was covered in footprints by the time I got onto it, man. Like, these dudes running around in the dirt with their bare feet. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do these dudes that got no shoes, man? They out here running oh, around, run up no shoes on. I'm like, at least wear some shoes. I'll run around in the dirt. Oh, making the man. I'm telling you, I was the only one that got paid that night, man. Are you serious? Like, I literally, yeah, there was barely any fans there, man. The guy, uh, I, I actually fought the backyard. You know, like usual, I always fight the backyard guy, man. Yeah. And uh, choked him out, choked him out in the first round. But he had the whole arena sold. Like he sold all the tickets. Everybody was there for him. You know. So, but I was, of course, I was main event. So right after the fights, you know, I walked up to the promoter like, "Yo, what's up, man? I gotta get paid for this. Got paid for my ticket sales. Got paid. You know what I mean? For just get all collect got my money and and uh, get out. checks written out to them, man, because uh." They didn't really make enough in cash to pay out the show in cash, you know what I mean? And and at that point, making six hundred bucks a fight, you know what I'm saying? It's you getting cash, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like, yeah. But and, you know, even six hundred bucks back then, that was still quite a bit, right? Because I've heard of fighters making way less than that in pro fights. I did pretty good to get my uh, first <clears> debut <throat> for six hundred bucks, you know what I mean? For you know, for my opponent, it being his pro debut. I got. I made it at 170. I was a 55er, but I made it at 170 because it was his pro debut. So I was like, okay, well, it ain't like he's gonna be uh, too experienced and yeah, jump up a weight class for this. And it's like, man, once I did that, uh, after that, I was what four and zero. I got on a four fight win streak, and I hit up the Ultimate Fighter and I uh, tried out for the 155 pound live season. Mm. Uh, I, I remember flying out to Vegas. And try it out. I was I actually tried out, man. Uh, I got matched up against Abel Trujillo. I don't know if you heard of him. Seen him oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Isn't he and the only like, guy that took down Khabib? I don't know. Yeah, I think. I, I think so. Abel Trujillo. I think so. I might be thinking somebody else, but I remember watching some videos, and, and he actually uh, uh, took Khabib down one time. I think he's the only, the only fighter to actually take him down, so. Yeah, man, I remember that. Yeah, that was the tryouts. We was in Vegas at the um, the Texas, I think the Texas station or something like that. And we um, we got on. They they make you do the. It's like twenty seconds of grappling. Then you got to do twenty sets of seconds on the mitts. So I, you know, I was there by myself. I had my dad with me, and yeah. uh, I got myself with Abel, and uh, we we just went in there freaking bashing heads, man, freaking. Going at it, man. I I, I guillotined him under the table. Like we slid off the mat, went under the judge's table, and I guillotined him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the judges smiling and shit, man. Like they held the mitts for me, man. Then I hit the mitts, and they kind of had their eye on me at that point, man. 
And then after that, we had a, you know, they do like a 20 second interview and uh, ace, you know, ace that one. They, and uh, four weeks later, they, well, not four weeks later, about, it was about a week later, they called me, man, and brought me back out to do my medicals and stuff. And that was, you know, for the live season, the time they did the live season. Yeah. Get Mike Piesa one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. How, how yeah, old were so you at that time? I think I was 24, actually. Oh, okay. I was 24. I'm like bad that. at math. I'm bad at math. So when, when you started saying that 2000, now I'm 30. <laughs> just give me some time. Let me think real quick because I try to think too quick. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I'm so bad at math when I when I'd go to Vegas and I play blackjack. I always look for the dealer that would tell you what you have, you know, because some dealers tell you like, oh, that's 17, sir, and other ones just wait. I remember one time I was at the table. <laughs> yeah, I was at the table and and I got the I got a card. I don't remember what I had, and I said, oh, hit me. And I got the third card, and I go, yes. And he goes, uh, sir, that's 22. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm I'm saying like next one I'm gonna get it. And I was like, I just <laughs> I just grabbed my chips and left. I was like, man. So I just walk around <laughs> looking for the guy, especially when you're betting money, man. You get a little nervous and one little mistake. So, anyways, all right, back back to your story, man. All right, yeah. So, um, try, back to the Ultimate Fighter. What's the season? The Ultimate Fighter. Season 15, right? I think it was 15. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember the exact number. Yeah. All right. So, long story short, man, I went. Flew out, did my medicals with everybody, blah de, blah You know, then they hit you with that. I'll call you in four weeks, let you know if you made the show. You know what I mean? Four weeks came by, man. I was taking a nap. I still remember that shit. Taking a nap, and I freaking answered my phone. I had this strange number calling, man. They told me I didn't make the show. And I was oh. like, I was like, bum, bro. Like, man, I, I, I started, like, closing my eyes and trying to, like, snap out. Like, yo, am I, am I I'm really waking up? Am I awake or am I dreaming? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, fuck, dude, that kind of, it's, it, didn't, it didn't feel real, man. And then I was, I was really bummed about that. But then, hey, I, like I said, back on track, man. Got me another fight, came up, Bellator, coming to Cleveland, Ohio, Bellator 66, man. I got my, uh, I was 3-0 and at that point, And I fought Bellator 66, Cleveland, Ohio. And I uh, choked the guy out in the first round, Joe Highland. And uh, I called him up. I, I still had the producer's number after that. And I seen they were doing a Ultimate Fighter welterweights. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, instead of doing 55, I was like, all right, I'll go on there and do welterweights. So I called him up. I was like, hey, I'm 4-0 now. I, I got another win. Fought Bellator. Uh, they brought me back out to do medicals for that season. You know what I mean? Right away, they brought me out for the medicals. You didn't have to do the tryouts again. It was just straight to medicals. Straight to medicals. <clears throat> and um, actually, after that, like you said, four weeks, we'll call you and let you know if you made it, man. This time, yeah. It was about five weeks now. I'm like, damn, all right, they ain't letting me know nothing now. But no, no news is news, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. And I, I, got the, I got the text like you made it and da-da-da because they were asking me sizes and shit about shirt sizes mm. and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, I'm making it or not? They're like, ah, we don't know yet, man. I'm oh. like, we asked all these, you know what I mean? They're like, it must have been real, like, uh, confidential until the deadline. Yeah, yeah probably. They finally, you know, I was like, man, that was a blessing, man. The skies, I, I couldn't believe it, man. It was so unreal, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like a lot of times when, like you just said, it was a blessing in disguise. Like if you would have got in that first season, who knows what what would have happened. So that, that right. extra year to, to fight I'm and train. I might have won the show. No, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, hey man, you never know. You never know. I never would have had a pink mohawk, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was actually watching that this morning. I was uh, just kind of <laughs> scrolling through some of the. Yeah, my cup of coffee and watch Let Me Bang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching that and you were going Let Me Bang, bro. And my son, he's 11. He goes, What are you watching, Daddy? I go, Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to him today. And he's like, Why is he? <laughs> my son goes, Why does he want to bang? <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Speaking speaking of that, you know that incident right there, the famous "Let Me Bang," bro. Like I was watching that this morning, and I watched it. You know, I watched it once, and I was like, "Oh man!" You know, I remember that was funny, and and then I watched it again, and I was like, "Man, something was you know something was really going on with with him." Like I could see pain in your eyes, you know. Like yeah. was there was there something in particular that 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 led to that? Man, you know, outside, it, it was, outside of the house. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that wasn't before my fight. You know, a lot of they try to, you know, portray me in that, in that, on that season. You know, they showed me drinking before my fight. Like I never drank before my fight. Uh, I'm really disciplined, and uh, especially that, that at was, that point. That was, not, that was not after your first fight. Yeah, that was after my fight. Okay. It, it didn't happen before the fight. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Sure, but I was just saying there were other segments on the um, episodes yeah. that showing that I have had a little bit of drink, like before they had showed my fight in the house. So it's like, they, it kind of made it look like I had some drinks before my fight. Yeah. That I mean, well, I had two fights on the first season. You know, we had a fight to get into the house. Yeah. And I won that fight. And then my preliminary fight, I ended up losing. Okay. But, um, but yeah, man, it was just, you know, it's, it's all emotional roller coaster, man. Like, it, it, it's crazy. Like I made the show, man. I, I got on there, man. It's like, you know, back to that. Like, I finally made the show. It's like a dream come true, man. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know, I left. I'm leaving Ohio, man. I'm leaving um, what I had. I had my my firstborn daughter. She was um, she was one or new. She was either newborn or one. Mm. And uh, I had another daughter on the way. So, yeah. So I'm like, right, how many weeks you know, are you on the show? Six weeks. Six weeks, man. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I tell my baby mom, I was like, all right, if you don't hear from me tomorrow night, I'm gonna be. You ain't gonna hear from me for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you guys don't get to call or or anything. No, no, not wow. at all, man. Calls, no letters. You don't even, man. You can't. There's no TVs or anything. You don't get deck of cards because they don't want you sitting around just playing board games and shit, man. They want you yeah. fucking figure, you know, they want you, hang, you know, talking amongst each other, doing stuff and being social, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just sitting down being boring. Man, that's um, crazy. So if, if you win your first fight and you get in the house, you don't even get a chance to call the family and say, hey, I made it. You know, I'll see you in six weeks. Because you fly. I went out to Vegas. They put me in a hotel. <laughs> You know, because we, we fought in the Mandalay Bay to get in the house. So, uh, okay. I guess they put me in a hotel. They, uh, they, they, they dumped my bags, took my phone. And, uh, after that, man, I was 24 hours in a hotel. He's doing photo shoots and shit, probably like two or three days, man. I, I think it was more than 24 hours. I was probably in there two or three days. And, wow. uh, then we freaking fought to get in. No, I, I wasn't there two or three. It was, it was just 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I'm pretty sure. And we fought to get in the house the next day. But once we got there, you know, they took my phone. So I was just about to call somebody like, hey, I'm in Vegas, man. I'm at the I'm in the hotel. And 
No, they, they came and got my phone, man. Gone. And, and, you know, I fought to get in the house, and I was, you know, hey, just they didn't hear from me for six weeks. You know what I mean? Wow. I was, like, it was the biggest opportunity in my life, you know, at that point in my life, man. And just when I, you know, I got on there, when my fight got in the house, I was static, man. And I got picked last on the team, which was fine. Yeah. But, you know, was, I was just real, like, uh, nobody knew about me. You know what I mean? Nobody knew about me, man. And I kind of, I kind of just uh, played my cards wrong, man. That's all, you know. What yeah. I mean? If I could do it again, I, I, I'd have done it differently, man. But at the same time, I you can't say that you would have because you don't know if you really would have, man. Yeah. It's, it's what happens in the moment, man. Yeah. That's what's yeah. happening. So. It's, it's easy to say now, like, oh man, I, I would have done this different, or I wouldn't have said this or done that. But we, maybe we would have done something worse. We don't know. So you just got to right. take it for what sure. it is and, and roll with it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the incident with the whole thing where I lashed out, I was, you know, emotional and everything. Like I said, I had, I just lost my fight, man. I was like, uh, man, I let everybody down, man. I was yeah. like, I was guaranteeing everybody, man. I was this shit, man. You know what I mean? I had put so many hours day and night in the gym, you know what I mean? And uh, it was, you know, I, I dedicate myself so hard to this, to the, to the, to this life, man. And it, it's like sometimes shit like that happens man and like well it's 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 more likely to happen when you're drinking <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. true what like you said you had a you had a one daughter that was around one and another one on the way so all that mixed in you know and and, yeah, and you, like, you lost and then you know you're still not going to see him yeah and it was kind of like but it, it kind of started off like me and a dude were like picking at each other man and i, and I kind of oh, okay. like sparked all right, well, I sparked in my mind. Okay, well, he don't he, he don't like me. I don't like him. We can kind of get something set up. We'll fight, yeah. you know. We'll get a grudge match set up. You know, that might be my lifeline back into the tournament. Oh, okay, okay. All kind of, you know what I mean? In the finale, maybe get a grudge match, things like that. You know what I mean? But, uh, and like I said, man, it, it happened. But at the same time, if it didn't happen, man, I wouldn't, you know, be the face that I am. Yeah, that's you know? true. That that let me bang, bro. That I mean, that's everybody knows that. I know, man. You know, it's you know, it's not it's not the prettiest <laughs> video. But, uh, it hey, people think it's entertaining, man. It, it's, yeah, it's a crazy world now, man. People like crazy things, man. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like they say, it is what it is. Yeah, and, it is what it is. Speaking about you know doing things differently and things like that. What are, uh, what are some things growing up in your life that you've had to overcome? Um, pretty much, man, like, uh, my mind, dude, you got to overcome your, your negative mindset, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when, when, when things happen, man, you got to take the good with the bad and the bad with the yeah. good, man. Things like that. And I, I've definitely matured some, you know, I got, I got four kids now. I got four Actually, four daughters now. Four daughters. So, yeah. So. Yeah, that's I, awesome, man. Ever since then, man, they've you know, it's each one has taught me a different step in life. You know yeah. I, mean? I, get, I get stronger every time, and smarter. So it's like now I, they taught me how to love. You know what I mean? They taught taught me how to show the soft side and not yeah try to hide it so much, man. And, and and try to, you know, because you hide, you got to know how to show emotions to people. I can show emotions to my kids. Yeah. Easily, man, easily. But there's people that I love, too, that I can't, 
like it, you kind of get a weird feeling when you show emotion like that, love to them, man. And it's like, it's like, why do I have that feeling? You know what I mean? But why don't I, why can't I give this feeling that I give to my daughters to other people, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, they just need more, like more of that, you know, of being a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have five brothers and so I, I can kind of understand what you're talking about. Like I can't, I'm, I, I love my brothers. We get along great and we joke around a lot, but I'm not like, Oh, come here, brother. Give him a hug, you know, a <laughs> little, little bit different. Sometimes, with... sometimes you just got to stop and tell them that you love them. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that's, 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 that's one thing we do. That's, that's the thing, man. You know, it's like, you gotta be, you gotta communicate with the people, you know, you gotta reach out to people, man, and yeah. stay in touch. You know what I mean? Cause you always have like things sitting on your conscience and sitting in the back of your mind. Like, uh, you know what I mean? It's like if you really love somebody, man, go out, like hit them up, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't just wait for them to hit you up. You know? Yeah, especially now it's so much easier. Before you had to write a letter or even make a phone call, and now you can just send a quick message, and it's it's not as no, good as a phone call, but still. It's not though, man, because it's like, because that's all social media, man, and yeah. social media is to me it's fake. You know, not <laughs> yeah. fake. It's it's fake when you don't know the people that you're like yeah. connected. And just liking their stuff or yes. just, you know, scrolling by and not even stopping to read what they have to say. You just yeah. you know, a picture and like it, you know, and it's like some people might not even like your stuff because you haven't liked their stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. That's you have like, no idea what, how many messages I've got like that. It's distances, people, man. And yeah. I feel like it doesn't actually connect. It drives people. It's driven people apart. So it's like it's good to keep a phone log, man, and keep some phone numbers. And yeah. memorize some people's numbers, and not just use your phone and to connect on media, man. Because that actually, to me, man, that's that's not connecting at all, man. That actually, that that's it's negative energy, man. Yeah, you know, you know with, yeah. with social media, I've I've made a lot of new acquaintances, and I've made a couple new friends, you know. Um, but yeah, I get I get messages from people like, man, I've liked all your recent posts, but you haven't even liked one of mine. I'm like, well, I haven't I haven't really been on social media. <laughs> but let me let me go through and go ahead and like those uh, those yeah, posts. I go through and just like people's shit, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm supporting, man. I'm I'm supportive of my friends, man. If yes. People that support me, man, I support them back. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, likewise. And personal, man. And if I don't call somebody, you know, they know I still, you know, like. There's people that you know that even if we don't talk for a while, man, it's like yes. they know it's it's still like that when we see each other. So yeah, like this morning I posted uh, that I'm going to be podcasting again before this show, and you didn't like it, so I was actually going to cancel this podcast, and she didn't even like my post about the. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I was uh, waiting. I was like, "Where is he? Where is he? Nothing." All right. Hey, I was right on time. Man. <laughs> I was right on time. No, I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, like my brothers and I, what we do is, uh, like here in Japan, we use Line. I think in the U.S., most people use WhatsApp. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we, we have like a group chat. We're always sending each other, you know, funny comments and stuff like that. And, and that's that's where we talk. We, we have a group chat where we communicate with each other and kind of clown around all the time. And a little bit Heck of seriousness yeah. mixed in there. Heck, yeah, man. You got to, you know, got to have fun, man. Life, yeah. Life's a world, man. You can't. You know, and that's another part I've learned, you know, not, I would say, you know, being a father and being a fighter yeah. is, you know, getting over, like getting over my losses and overcoming like the fact, you know, cause man, I've, I've, I've literally, I'm like, I've never had a manager in fighting. 
He said yeah. maybe two fights. Maybe two fights, man. I had a manager. His name was Jimmy Benz, but he ended up mm-hmm. passing away a few years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but it was just two fights. And other than that, I mean, I got probably 30, 30 some fights, man. And I've booked all my fights, you know. I've, I've, I've never had a manager, man. I've got my own sponsors. And <clears throat> for me, you know, me, me to have what I have now, yeah. and, you yeah. know, kind of, you know, done, you know, on my own, not on my own, but kind of like made my image, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I can take credit for that. You know, I'm not being selfish to nobody, none of my trainers or nothing, but, you know, I, I've, you know, I led that, I steered that ship, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I think especially nowadays, that's uh, it. Kind of seems like a lot of fighters are, are trying to go that way. You know, it started kind of with the music industry, where people started having labels and doing their own stuff. And I wonder, right. I wonder in the future if more and more fighters are going to start, you know, taking care of their own product, their own brand, instead of uh, handing it over to someone else. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm definitely the the guy to look <laughs> at doing. That's that's what I do, man. But at the same time, I, you know, you, you can learn a lot from me about my mistakes too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm doing this, this is my, you know, I, I don't know of any past lives of, lives of, that I have lived doing this, so I'm pretty sure it's my first rodeo on this one, man. Yeah, I, yeah. So it's like, you know, I know, I, I'm not, I'm not perfect at it, man, and, and I, you know, I, I, I could have done things different, I could have, you know, I could have went to fight camps and done things like that, man, but it's like, ever since I've had kids, it's, it's, it's hard for me to leave them. Be it's hard for me to leave them, man, and go train. So literally, man, I felt like my last fight with Tiago Alves. Yeah. Like and all my fights before that, like I literally, like this past year, I've I've, I've pretty much went to the YMCA, man. And are you serious? Pretty much ran on a treadmill. I do my weightlifting. I, I swim. Uh, and I, you know, get my make sure I get my sprints in, man. And and I and I had a buddy of mine holding pads for me. Wow. That was a kind of a uh, – you didn't have a lot of uh, notice for that fight, right? Uh, it actually gave me seven days notice on that, man. Seven yeah. days notice. Seven days notice. And, and I had been staying busy. Like I said, man, I was in the gym, man. Like I was running. I had my – so I had – I was – I wasn't like in peak shape, but yeah. I was out of shape. So – Wow. Uh, seven days notice to go in there with uh, <laughs> with Alvarez. That was a great fight too, man. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing to do too, man. Is your discipline and training, like your conditioning, man. Your conditioning yeah. is the hardest part to make yourself do when you're training. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, and conditioning plays, I would say, eighty percent of the outcome. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, you, that's you, true. You 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 see a lot of fighters; they're doing great, they're doing great, and then suddenly they start slowing down. They start slowing down, and you know, fight turns around, and they end up losing. Yeah, I know. And that's, you know, that's, that that's like the story of my life, man. <laughs> you know, like my fights that I've lost, I've, like there's some fights that I did lose, but there's, you know, there's some fights that I, you know, beat myself, you know what I mean? And that I actually could have done better if I would have just. fights like that, is, uh, is that harder to accept the loss when you, when you know you, you could have put in more work before the fight? Yeah, for sure, man. Especially when you have a bunch of people freaking hundreds of people supporting you and, and, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, and, and they, they believe it in you and you're, but deep down you're like, fuck, I don't, I, I don't know if I can 
go this whole distance, man. I'm gonna try to yeah. get him out again first or the second. <laughs> you know, so it's <laughs> confidence is the most important thing, man, going into a fight. And you can't have confidence if you know you haven't done what you're supposed to do, you know. I mean you can go yeah, in there, you can true. you can put it on the front and you can hype yourself into you know, believing that you have like that you have that that heart and that power to go in there and beat them, but you know that you haven't, you know, you haven't done done your your work that you're supposed to do, man. Yeah. You can beat them. You can beat mm-hmm. them off of your mind mindset, but your you know your body is important. You have to have your body ready, man. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> MMA, most like UFC and stuff, uh, it's a five minute round fight. BKFC is how many minutes is each round? Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. So it's two, two minutes minute and two, five, two minute rounds. And then all MMA is five minutes or different promotions have different time limits? Um, I know round. MMA is five <clears throat> minutes, but amateur out here, amateur is three minutes. Oh, but okay. Pro is yeah. five. five minutes. Wh- which one seems longer, the MMA five minutes or the uh, bare knuckle two minutes? Five which, minutes. Which man. one? Oh, five minutes. <laughs> Definitely, man. Those those two minutes go quick, man. Yeah. You know, I, I like the two-minute rounds, man, but, but you can fall behind quick, man, you know, because yeah, it's Yeah, that's sprint. true. Like, that's true. You got to go, go in there and you got to start get to work right away, man. And that's, like, that's a big thing in fighting period, man, is coming out, man. You got to come out and go, go at it. You know what I mean? That's what you're there to do. You're not there to you know, dance around and, and fill each yeah. other out, man. You want to catch your opponent off guard, man. You want him, you you want him going backwards, you know. You want to catch him. You want him not knowing, like, not be able to, to think of what he's got to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You really, like, going in there and just going to it, man. That That's why a lot of guys usually finish their fights quick like that because that's, man, nine times out of ten, the guy has no time to think, you know, and he's just playing defense. And when you put him on defense, a lot of guys don't work defense, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. What um so you're you're planning to get back into MMA too and you got two fights left. So you're Yeah, this year I did some uh I've done quite a bit of MMA training, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you get back into or not if but when you get back into MMA, are you going to have to go out and do your camp somewhere and, and have to leave home or will you find somewhere local to do all that? Um, I don't, I don't know at this point. I'm kind of, we're kind of, I, I got a few gyms around the area. Yeah. You know, that I go to, like right now I'm just kind of just going to little spots around my area, which yeah. isn't many. We don't have much out here, honestly. So, uh, I, that was another one of my, uh, next steps. I was going to open up a gym out here. You oh, know, nice. Give me, yeah. Give me a little spot going. Cause that, that's kind of what I need because, Cause that way I, I I can I can fill it up with guys man and have guys you know just have guys in the gym every day man and be in the gym every day because I love being on the mat I love I love showing people you know the ropes you know what I mean I like I like teaching them you know right from wrong man like yeah I, like I said I've done it I've done all this shit so it's like I'll make it, I I know I'll make a great instructor uh, coach here shortly man 
And yeah, that's, and that's, why a, that's a good step to take after, you know, fighting career is done. You still get to do what you love and teach others. And, and like you said, te teach them your mistakes and try to I said, I help I was, them avoid them. You know, I said I was going to wait till I was done, but I don't know when I'm going to be done, man. I don't think yeah. I'll be done anymore. So <clears> I, I feel like it's better to start now. You know what I mean? I better yeah. get it started. Um, I don't need much, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get rich or anything, but, you know, I, yeah. I pretty much. I have, we have a, like where I live, man, we got a lot of people, like I got a strong like support system here too. So, yeah. and I got, what, I got what, city, what city are you in? Uh, Mansfield, Ohio. Mansfield. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, they're known for the prisons, man. <laughs> they said, man, they said, man, we don't know about only time I hear about Mansfield, man, is somebody going to prison. <laughs> oh, hey, wow. It, uh, you ever watched that movie Shawshank Redemption? Yes, yes. That that was filmed in Mansfield. That prison is actually uh here in Mansfield. It's um it's a Ohio State Reformatory. We oh, got wow. uh, we got they do you know haunted tours and haunted house there all every October. Oh, it's uh man. No, it's thank ghost you. tours. <laughs> yeah, me either. Man, that, is, that is not for me. Have you been there? <clears throat> I, I've been to the haunt, the haunted house. Like well the haunted they do a haunted prison. They call it blood, yeah. blood. So you do like a walkthrough. It takes like 45 minutes to get through it. It's uh, it's pretty scary, man. Oh, you know? I bet. I jumped a few times, man. Oh, <laughs> nah, that's uh, that's something I'm not really good at, man. I, my brother, when he came to visit in Japan, we went to uh, this place in Kyoto, Japan, and they film a lot of movies there. And I, I, I don't, I don't remember if it was around Halloween. I don't remember when when it was, but there was a haunted house with like these ninjas and samurai inside. So my brother and I were like, Oh, let's go check it out. I'm sure it's not that scary. Dude, we could not get out of there fast enough. We, it was so freaking scary because the in, inside was like old castles and like, you know, what you see in movies of the ninja dojos and stuff like that. And they had these swords and I don't know if the swords were real or fake, but they looked real. And then with that long hair and the way they just looked at you and suddenly moved. Oh my gosh, my brother and I were screaming. So I, I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not good when it comes to all those haunted house type things. Yeah. Nah, I mean, not you know I <clears throat> I do it for the kids, man. Hey, my kids like scary movies, man. They're eight. <laughs> they're only but they're seven and eight. No, seven okay. and nine and three. And dude, my three year old man, she she likes all those guys, man. Chucky and oh, uh, Chucky. Pennywise, and she watches all these crazy things on YouTube, man, on her tablet. I'm like, what the heck? Uh, we, yeah. we have Pennywise on her doing a rap rap battle yep. against Chucky. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if they're going to be bringing uh, Chucky back, doing a reboot of that. Shoot, man, probably. Yeah. You know? I mean, I remember when that first came out, that was pretty scary. And then if you watch it now, it's like, how was that even scary? Or how do we even think that was real? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I still get scared, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I stay away from all that. But, you know, everything, I was watching uh, some of your weigh-ins and stuff, and, you know, you, you look up and I love you, God, and all, you know, that, and that, that's awesome. I really love to see that. And how has faith, how has that helped you get through things that you've been in in life, not only for fighting, but just in, in regular life? Man, without faith, I... Man, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to even survive, man. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, 
I, like I said, man, I've been on top, been on bottom, man. I've been up and down. Especially if I relate it to my like fight career, yeah. you know, I haven't had the perfect career in fighting. Um, so it's like a lot of it, you know, faith is what kept me going, man. Faith kept me going after the sh- after the first time on the Ultimate Fighter, man. Yeah. You know, didn't win the season. Then I got back to got on another fight win streak. You know what I mean? I started started fighting. The next thing you know, it was what 2017. It was uh, five years later, Ultimate Fighter Redemption. They put Redemption, me on that yeah. show. And on that one, that was even better, man, because I got to be on there with Cody Garber, and I got to be on his yeah. team. Uh, we had TJ Dillashaw on the other team, and it was just much better. Like, much better coaches. Like, the the vibe was different, man, because the first time yeah. we had Roy Nelson, and it wasn't really what we expected Expected with Roy Nelson, man. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't really motivational or inspirational, man. He kind of uh, – he kind of basically like, dude. He literally told us it's better not to win the Ultimate Fighter and get in the UFC without. Him. Yeah, man. We're like, coach, man. We're trying to be like you, man. We're trying to win the show, man. You know, he's telling us shit like that. So. Is that? I wonder if he was saying that because of like the structure of the contract. Well, he had a problem. Him and Dana had a little beef there. Cause, yeah, oh, I know, remember that. He was stuck in that con- the Ultimate Fighter contract, and he was trying to get yeah. out. And <clears throat> he was trying to get a better contract, and it was just. I don't know. So he didn't really have the best mindset going into teaching us. And yeah. he lived in Vegas, man. So we only – the first time on the show, man, we only got to train once a day, man. Nelson didn't oh, want really? to train once a day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Shane Carwin's team, they're from Colorado, so they were staying in a hotel and stuff. So they got to – you know, uh, they were they were trying to get out and do something. So they got their team in there twice a day, man. And, and yeah. uh, we got stuck in the house more than their other guys. That's why we got cooped up, man, started – Get bored, start doing pranking and yep. you know, things like that. And One thing leads cute. to another. Yeah, finding finding trouble, you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. And how about uh, outside of fighting? You know, your faith. What uh, What are some things that your faith has helped you get through? Um, it's it, it's getting me. It, it gets me through life, man. You know. Yeah. It gets me through. Yeah. Life, ever since I had a, found my, like ever since I have made a relationship with God. I've, you know, I've always had, you know, I've, I've had a guarantee, like, I know he's got my back, you know what I mean? I know yeah. somebody's, I know everything's going to be all right, you know, uh, I, I, I'm i real spiritual, you know what I mean? I, I don't have a religion or anything, I just, you know, I'm just real spiritual and yeah. you know, I just the most high, man. And I, I know, I know, like, I know if you ask you are, you'll receive, you know what I mean? I know if you yeah. ask God for help, man, you got to reach out, though, because there's demons everywhere, man. Demons will yep. find you if you're not looking for them, man. Yeah. The good will only find you if you ask for it, man. Yep. You know, the good will only find you if you want it. So you got to reach out, and you got to have the faith, and you got to believe and what, you know, you that that's what that faith is. You know, you got to believe what you're asking, what you're praying for. And it was just, yeah. it was what, about two years ago, man, I started really – uh, understanding more, you know, about life. Oh, really? So pretty recently. Yeah, for sure, man. Go ahead. And and, and you were talking about, you know, now you got four girls, so yeah. that that must change how you view everything, and not not just because it's four girls, but just four kids. Because I got two kids, and you know, I when my first son was born, I basically stopped drinking. I I, I don't really go out at night. You know, unless I'm with my family, you know, my friends will call me up. Hey, man, we're going to go grab some drinks and all that. And I'm, 
ah, let's uh, hit me up when you guys are going to do lunch. You know, n- nothing really good happens when you're out at night having drinks and, and all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It does. Especially if you got friends that are single or, or friends that aren't happy in their relationship and things like that. If, if I'm with, you know, when I'm hanging out with my friends that are kind of in the same space I am where, you know, I'm, I'm really strong in my faith, you know, born Catholic, raised Catholic, I'm still Catholic, everything. So when I'm with my friends that kind of in the same mindset that I am, it's cool. We'll, you know, we'll have a little early dinner, things like that, maybe um, hang out together. But, you know, single friends or friends that I know that aren't happy in their relationships, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't really want to be going out at night with these guys because I know what it's going to turn into. So how about for you after having kids? What what changed? What were some of the biggest changes that you had? Um, like man, like I said, man, um, I, I started doing things more. Um, I wasn't as risky, like uh, yeah, it wasn't as risky, man. I, I calm, like I had to calm my temper down, man. I was, yes. I kind of, you know, used to when I get mad, I couldn't. I, I would let myself get extra mad more than I should. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And things like that, like pretty much, like I know my freedom is very important, and and I don't, you know, I was, I mean, I never really was a a trouble troublemaker, man. But I got in some, you know, a few troubles when I was young, man. But nothing ever yeah. crazy, man. But I've been in a lot of fights, man. Like yeah. I've been in a lot of street fights, you know, because I was always the that was my way to, you know, that's all I knew, man. I knew yeah. how to beat somebody up, man. I wrestled somebody. Yeah. When I got mad about something, if we didn't agree on it. I didn't know how to accept, you know what I'm saying, something. I didn't I didn't know how to accept me being wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever, whatever, but yeah. It, yeah, you got to to just let things go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. It, it, it definitely, it, it made me mature, man. It, and, it, and it took me out of, it, it made me realize, like, what what means what life means to me, man. Like, uh, and and that's another thing. Like, when I started really connecting my spirit with God, and then, um, like things started happening to me for me, man. Like God started answering my prayers. Like I literally would pray for something, man, and, and I, I could I could see it happen, you know. Yeah. And and it's like, and, and my faith started getting stronger. Even and, and what really and God really tested me, man. Through like my losses, man, my fight losses, like through a couple yeah. of my, man, I felt really good going in there, man, and really confident, really faithful, yeah, and still lost. All right, yeah, still faith because this that's not for you, man, you know. But there's things you could have done that maybe you could have actually won that, you know, if your faith was a little stronger during the fight, you know. There's times in the fight where you you lose a little faith, you know what I mean, and that's where the other opponent will capitalize, man. So it you got to keep that faith strong all the way from the beginning to the end of the fight, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to got to take risks. You can't be cautious. You can't you can't care about what happens to you, man. You know, because you got you you a faithful person, man, knows that he's going to be fine no matter what he does in there. You know what I mean? No and those matter are the, what happens, yeah. How you go in there and you win. Man. You go in there and you pull that trigger, man. You don't think yeah. about it. No? Yeah, and I think I think having kids really helps you put things into perspective. Like uh, 
you know, if you're single and you got all these fights going on and you lose, you come home to, to just you and you start getting in your head and everything starts right. to, to turn negative oh, and you come home the and they, you, the kids just hug you. It's different. Yeah, that's the best, man. You know, regardless yeah. of the kids love you, man. So it's like, and you know, that's another thing, you know, they, the love that they give me, man, it's just, yeah. you know, really, it's not, I'm not going to say it's all I need, but it's, it, it gets, yeah. it keeps going, man. You know, without, yeah, you know, definitely. with that, it's hard, it's hard to, to fail in life when, you know, when you got something like that, man, that's, that's automatic winning right there, man. You know, I was just saying like the whole pandemic thing really taught me to appreciate more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I sit down, man. It's like, man, I got my kids and, and I don't have to rush every day of my life, man. And it's like, yeah, I, I finally chilled out these last couple of years, man. I, Cause it was like, life goes so quick. Cause I was always like, all right, I, I go one fight and I, and I revolved my whole life around fighting, man. I put so much yeah. into it. And that's another reason why all that breakdown and all that stuff. Cause I had, I do, I'm so dedicated, man, to something that I love, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and I put so much into it and, and then it doesn't go my way. And it's like, well, you got to keep going. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, shit, I do that a lot, dude. I, I end up forgetting yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, cut the, I'll cut this part out. So don't worry no, about you it. Cut it man. That's cool, bro. That's me, man. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there, dude. And I'll, and I'll, uh, but uh, yeah, what, what was I was talking about? We we're talking about yes. the pandemic. Okay. Slow down. Yes, there we yeah, go. That, that definitely. I think, I think you know, you're watching TV in the corner up there. That's why something good was on no, TV, I and you're like, "Oh wait." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Basement, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh yeah, pandemic. Yeah, it, it really, you know, it, it taught me to appreciate life, man. And yeah, and it put me back to the basics of life, man. It put me back to my roots, like man, everything was closed. We had to stay in our houses, man. We had to really use the resources we had, man. You know, and it's like yeah. thing became closer to me, man. My family became closer, my kids, you know, my friends. Yeah, it's like I used it for the good, man. Like I, yeah, I, I think this was just you know, a blessing from God trying to you know get us all on the right path, man. And yeah, you know, I think I think that was for everybody. Just some people di didn't didn't take that as a blessing. And I saw a lot of people, right. you know, getting depressed and all this kind of stuff during the pandemic. And I mean, it's different for everybody. I, yeah, I couldn't get that. I was I was so happy to be home with my kids. For sure, man. Cause I was so busy. Like I was so busy in my own mind, man. Like being selfish, like wanting more and more and more and more and more. And I want yeah. this and want more but you're like dude i'm steady i've been chasing my fucking hey excuse my language i've been chasing my dream oh, yeah. for 10 years you know what i'm saying no i've yeah. been living i've been living my dream for 10 years man yes you know what I mean? yes. and that's that's where you forget and that's where you will waste your whole life man if you sit there and chase something instead of living it yep. you know what i'm saying the minute you start it you're living it you're not chasing it anymore man you know what i'm saying so yeah. you gotta yeah. you gotta enjoy it and you gotta enjoy the bad even if it, something bad happens, you got to like, you know, you, like not something bad, but say something, you know, something knocks you down, you get a bump in your path, yeah. you know, you gotta enjoy it, man. <clears throat> it's like ride a roller coaster, you know, you go downhill, man, you got to yeah. like, scream, man, you know, and yep. put your hands up enjoy the ride, man. So, you know, and, and without the downs in life, the ups would be nothing. So it's like, yep. if you just count the ups in your life, man, you're going to be, you're going to be disappointed, man. You know, unless you just, yeah. just got to like that. But 
You know, you gotta, that's, that's yeah. what I tell people, man. Like, enjoy what you have, appreciate what you have, man. You know, because. Yeah, and sometimes that, it takes something kind of severe like that to, to really understand it. And I, I guess the, the lockdown was a little more kind of severe in the States where things were really locked down. Like here in Japan, uh, my kids' school was closed for about two months. Gyms were closed for two months. Some shopping centers were closed for two weeks. That was about it. Um, you know, we, we spent the two months at home. We, we took the mattresses out and put them in the living room, and we would, we would sleep there sometimes and watch movies on the mattresses, and the kids would jump from the sofa on, onto the mattresses. We would go out and play. I mean, we spent so much time together. And the last week, I was kind of hoping. I was like, man, I hope they extend you know, the, the lockdown for another couple of weeks so we can spend more time together. But we watched so many movies. It was, yeah. it was awesome. It was so busy yeah. working, man. So busy working to make a life, man, make a living. It's yeah. like you forget, you forget yeah. to actually live. You know, you forget to actually live. And yeah, yeah, man. You know, and any any faithful man of God, you know, would be able to understand that and yep. be able to keep a smile on his face, you know, every day. Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I understand for for some people they couldn't go out and work, and so that's a different situation. You know, as, as far as the financial stuff, but. When you got kids, sure. you still got to be able to, to keep a smile on your face and not let your kids know that there's any type of problem going on financially. Right, right, exactly, man. Because regardless if I had, you know, my mom ever had anything, man, you know, she didn't have much, but we always, she always made sure I had everything I wanted or tried, you know, to make me happy as much yeah. as she could, you know. Time flies. That's why you got to make, like I said, make the best of it, man. Chase your, Yep. Go after what you want, man. And, you know, this exactly. is, uh, like I said, uh, I think I'll be, so back, what, after, so after the redemption season, man, is, is uh, when I, after that, I got off the ultimate fighter and I actually, you know, first, I actually got my uh, passport and I went out of the country for the first time in my life, man. And That's the first it. time you got a passport. Yeah, September of 2017. Uh, I did, wow. I got off the ultimate fighter in March of 2017 and then I went yeah. to Moscow Russia I went yeah Moscow I went to Moscow of September of 2017 man that was first yeah. time out the country for a fight and uh that was an amazing experience there um, yeah. went there by myself you know what I mean wow. I didn't have a, you, have you said that's, that's the first time out of the country for a fight and was that also your first time just out of the country oh yeah for sure wow yeah. So first time out of the country and first time to fight outside of the country. Yeah. And I was, it was for uh, Akma MMA. I don't know if you've ever, ever okay. heard of Akma Fight Club. It's, no. Uh, it, the guy that runs it's, uh he was a former dictator for the Czech Republic, Rob, Rob Zikadirov. Okay. And oh, yeah, I've heard that name. Yeah. He ran um, the Akma MMA and yeah. um, I went out there and fought for him. And I was, it was an amazing experience, man. It was really? it was a it was crazy man like it was a it was just a crazy experience man being around guys like that and yeah. fighting promotion like that and and the hospitality man was amazing it was uh, great yeah you know going out of the country and you know pretty much not you know speak to anybody you gotta you gotta learn some language you gotta learn a few words so you can get by and, yeah I like it man it's how long like, were you there uh, I was there for about four days. Okay. And then um, 
I stayed at a nice hotel, man. It was a really nice hotel. Yeah. I made time to um, – I made, I actually made a friend while I was there, and I got uh, – he showed me where an MMA gym was. I got to train at uh, – Oh, that's park. cool. Athletica. It was out in Moscow. It was a good gym, man. Had a, some cool guys there. And actually, one of the guys cornered me for my fight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You got a friend and a corner man. On the, yeah, that was funny, man. Dude. <laughs> hey, I, I've wrapped my hands before my fights before, man. Really? Yes, dude. I I wrapped my hand and jump rope to warm up for my fight one time in Miami, and I choked the guy out in the first round, man. Jeez. I was main event. You know, I, I do stuff like event. that, man. I go to main freaking event and wrap your own hands. I go to England, bare knuckle fight, fight a guy seventeen and zero. Uh, for a world title on my debut, never ever heard of bare knuckle, and yeah. I ended up just got taking this guy's uh, championship belt on my debut. Man, that was a crazy time too. That was uh, yeah. I was right after that Russia. I think I was a year later after that. Yeah, the yeah the, uh, the first time I watched the bare knuckle, it was uh, it was a little bit hard to watch to be honest with you, just because I've I've been used to boxing and MMA with gloves and all that stuff and. I, I watched the first fight, and I was like, hmm. I mean, it's interesting. It's exciting. But I was like, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to uh, to keep watching this just because I, I just kind of kept cringing, like, oh, my gosh, somebody's just going to get just cut up. And, you know, and then I watched the next event. And, you know, it's, it's yeah, I, I really enjoy watching it now. It's exciting. And then the two-minute rounds, that, I mean, there's just constant fighting, and it's two minutes. So a lot yeah, more action. It's definitely amazing, man. I like, uh, you know, the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship is definitely, you know, they've, they've done a lot since they've started up. And uh, it's the fastest growing sport, man. Yeah. And they're doing good with the Bare Knuckle app now. So uh, everybody, mm. you know, you catch it on the app, man. It's, it's a pretty yeah. good deal, though. I wonder, uh, I wonder how many how many more fighters are going to be able to add to the roster, especially now UFC is going to be cutting like 60 people or something like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't, man, they, they seem to be um, putting guys on left and right, man. So, you know, Dave Feldman, he, he's a mastermind behind this. So he's yeah, got, uh, you know, he's got some people up his sleeve, man. Got some announcements yeah. to make. Some- They're probably, they probably got a new crop of people. I was surprised uh, Yolo Romero got cut. Really, I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, he Damn. got uh, he's he's done with UFC, and at first uh, Bellator wasn't interested, and uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what what other uh, organization wasn't interested, but but finally he ended up signing with uh, with UFC, just like Rumble Johnson. Also, he's not with the UFC anymore; he's with Bellator. So, yeah, I, I was watching uh, I was watching an interview, and Dana White said, "Yeah, there's going to be about sixty people, sixty people cut." And Anderson Silva was the first one, and then Romero. And uh, uh, yeah, he said we got about sixty more cuts. Man, so, yeah, that's just, there's you know, uh, Anderson. Man, that's hey, I hate that man about Anderson, man. Like that was my favorite fight. That, he's yeah, you know, still one of my favorite fighters. You know, it's just a sad story to how he, his career ended out, man. Because yeah, at one, at one time he was the scariest man in the octagon, man. You know, and then father father time, man. Can't yeah, fight forever, man. especially with the, you know that high level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When he broke his he broke his leg, it was over with after that, man. Oh, dude, that was so hard to watch, man. 
Yeah. That kick, and then when you try to step on it, oh. Oh, man. God, Dude, was, hey, I fought with terrible. a broken jaw, man. I fought, uh, I fought five rounds with a broken jaw over in England one time. And that Jeez, bare knuckles. Broke it in the first? Got, my, got it broke in the first, man. It's freaking. And what? Lost a decision. But, man, the whole time, like, it was – I even, man – it, it was. I was just so mad that I like let myself get hit, and it wasn't even a good yeah. punch. It was a little check hook, man. Yeah. And and I was just like, man, that's. But the, but the rumor was that that the guy had plastered his his hand wrap because they were taping wow. over the knuckles. You know what I mean? They were taping over the knuckles, and they told me the dude uh, had made it like a cast. You know what I mean? Jeez. And. Uh, yeah, that's why we don't tape over the knuckles here in the States. Like, our our organization doesn't tape over the knuckles. You know, and that's another thing, because they were like, our you know, B, BKFC's like, man, it's not bare knuckle unless you have actual bare knuckle, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they, so that's why they don't tape over the knuckles. But, yeah, I had my jaw broke, man. I had my hands broke a couple times, broke a couple fingers. When it's you're rough. in there fighting, you know, you fought five rounds with a broken jaw. Do you – do you constantly think about it, or if you get if you get clipped again, do you feel it, or do you just the adrenaline oh, and everything going on, you just forget about it? Uh, it's not as bad the first day, you know what I mean? Like, and and it's not like I didn't break it up on my ear here; I broke it here, so yeah. it actually Ugh. cracked. I actually have a titanium plate in here. Oh wow! Yeah, I um I got a titanium plate now, but it so I, I felt like I when I bit down on the mouthpiece, it felt like my teeth were like knocked out. I felt like my teeth got knocked out. And, you know, my corner man was like, no, your teeth are good. They're still there. Just, you know, go knock his teeth out. I'm like, you damn right. I'm fucking pissed that this guy knocked my teeth out, man. I was like, oh, I'm so mad right now. Like, how do you uh, just... I went in there, man, showboating, man. I got caught with a little little hit. It didn't even stumble me or anything, man. It just... I, but it, the impact was so freaking solid. I could literally feel... I felt when it cracked, and I was just like, mm. I was like, uh, I was like, that ain't good. I felt that one. I was like, something, yeah. right? And I started like, I could touch it with my tongue, like it was stuck. I could feel the bone sticking out, and I was just oh, like, man, like, uh, you know, I was like, man, something ain't right. And then, I, man, you know, later on that night, we go back. We actually, uh, we had a house. They had rented us a house, big old house, man. Yeah. And we were staying in this house in England, man. And I freaking. Uh, we ended, up, we ended up going out, man, and I ended up going out partying that night with a broken jaw. That night with a broken jaw. <laughs> and then I went to the hospital at like 6 in the morning. You know? After 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 you enjoyed, then, uh, yeah. then you decided to go to the hospital. How long did hospital. it take for that to heal? Um, It took about, what, eight weeks? Eight weeks. The crazy thing is, man, it, it, uh, I got to play then. I was there about I – was, I was in the hospital probably three days. Um, oh wow! And then it says, I know it says I, I googled it. It said uh, it takes eight weeks for jaw to heal, but yeah. they told me I could get the the plate removed or I could leave it in. So I just decided to leave it in. And um, um, yeah, it freaking um, I, I left the plate in. Uh, eight weeks later, I had uh, booked a fight. Eight weeks after the surgery, man, I had a fight. I actually fought Dakota Cochran. Okay. Uh, I, I lost my rear naked choke, but yeah. you know, some, it was some controversial things there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but <clears throat> I ended up, dude, I that six 
literally eight weeks after my jaw surgery, man, because I was just, I was at that point, I was just trying to just, I don't know, I just, I, I just kind of fought and always fought. And, and like, I started taking fights, even if I wasn't training. And yeah. I just, you know, and I fell into that phase where I was just kind of half-assing and taking fights. And then my record yeah. started getting a little sloppy, man. I'm a, I think my MMA, my pro record's like 13 and 7 or something like that. Yeah. You know, I still have more wins, though, than losses, but yeah. I need to make that like 20 and 7, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 2021, get back into MMA and see see yeah. where that ride takes you. How, how old are you now? I'm 33 now. 33, so you're still young. You can still, you've still got yeah, some, feel, some years I'm to get in there. I'm not the average... I'm not the average bear, you know what I mean? I, yeah. That's miles on me, man. Uh, yeah. Miles. I still got, you know, I still got the drive. And I'm still hungry, man. I just, like I said, I, but it's it's not just my, 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 I'm not just focused on fighting now. Like I told you, I'm, uh, I'm looking into starting this gym and I'm, yeah. I'm looking to start teaching and, and just teaching and, and, and just, you know, help, helping other people, man, speaking out, man. Hey, never know, man. I, I even talked about one day, man, I might run for the town mayor. Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome. It's yeah. Great. Well, it's just, you know, like, I like, you know, I like speaking to people. I just like to motivate people, man. I like to see people do yeah. good, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give back a lot to my community, man, because we, we don't have a lot here for the kids, and we don't have a lot yeah. of programs for kids, and a lot of kids end up going down the wrong paths, man, like doing drugs and stuff at in high school, and, and girls – you know, going down the wrong road in high school. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, give our, our place more, you know, give our place more to have besides, you know, besides all the bad stuff, man. Yeah. It's gotta be give stupid. kids a chance, man. Yeah. Give kids a chance to, to do something different with their life. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's, that's basically what life is all about, especially if you're, if you're given, if you're given something like, you know, you've been given opportunities to be on TV and all that kind of stuff. And if you can use that for good to help your community and especially help kids, I mean, that's that's what life is all about right there. Yeah, and I feel like, man, I, and, and and that's all, like I said, that comes back to the line of Judah, man. Like, yeah, um, I've been slaying, slaying over and over, man, you know, and yeah. I, I keep coming, man. And it's like, I keep bouncing up. I keep rising from the dead, man. I, yeah. You know, like, my my purpose here is not done. It's like I, I I have a sole mission and a sole purpose, man. And and until I find out what that is, and until I accomplish yeah. that, you know, I'm gonna be here for a while, man. Yeah. And yeah. And I I feel you know even with all the, you know even though I've had some losses and I'm, my my bare knuckle record now is like, I think it's, it's three and four now. And yeah. And it's like you know but but records aren't everything and I and I'm the person to show that records aren't nothing, man, because. Yeah. I, I might have a record like that, but I, I guarantee you get in there with me, man. You got, you go, you know, you're going to know it, it's an alpha male. You know what I mean? It's going to be a fight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's just, you know, my drive, you know, I, that's why I tell people like, man, it, it's, it's a, it's a hard road, man. So, you know, and, and it's the guy who can finish, man. It ain't the guy who finishes first or last. It don't matter. It's just about finishing it, man. Finish, finish and finish strong. That's what it's about. And don't worry about who's ahead of you or who's behind you. For sure, man. And and worry about what's what's what you got. You know what I mean? Don't worry about what other people got, man. You know? Yeah. Who cares if somebody's got more than you and this and that? Because if if you always worry about other things, man. If if you worry about things you don't have, man, you don't appreciate what you have, man. Yeah. 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 
That's a hundred percent right there. Yeah. You know, especially the whole, you know, trying to help out kids. I mean, I love hearing stuff like that because right now, you know, I'll listen to some of the music that's out there and what kids are listening to and watch the TV okay. programs. And I'm like, man, there's like no positive messages out there. I know, man. It's all brainwashed material, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy, like, it is crazy man. And, and that's the hardest part is, is telling people that it's crazy, you know? Yeah. Then, then, then they, they think you're crazy. crazy. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, man. I, I just yeah. had this conversation with somebody recently, like like in my house, my kids, they can't say the word impossible. Like we don't use the word impossible. We could say something's hard, something's difficult. We just, you know, I just told them, hey, we don't, we just don't use the word impossible. And right. somebody's like, oh, that's, that's, that's hard, man. You can't teach kids to be like that. Like, it's not, it's not going to affect their vocabulary, taking one word out. They still know what the meaning of it is. We just don't use it in my house. I don't want my kids thinking that anything is impossible. You know, something can be hard. Something can be tough, but nothing it's is impossible. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's good. Work. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's tough for kids out there right now. They have all these uh, so-called celebrities that are, are pushing just this negative, bad stuff. Life is so different for them, man. It's like our lives were different, man. I actually had a life, a childhood, man. It's like it's, yeah. my kids can't have a childhood. They, they can have a childhood, but it's like they can't have the one I had because they're, yeah. they're girls, man, you know, and yeah. they're girls in, a, in, in an area where there's there's uh, predators, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you yeah. got to be careful, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to – it's hard, and I, and I feel bad for the kids now. So it's like I want to give them oh. more things, man. We need, we need skating rinks. We need we need amusement parks, man. We need we need stuff. We need, a, we need our city to spend money on things besides um, – uh, besides Prisons. jails, <laughs> sounds besides, like you guys got yeah. Besides uh, SWAT team trucks and guns and police cars, we need to spend that shit on the kids, man. You know, I wonder, what I, mean? if I wonder if there's hey. any correlation between how many jails or prisons there are in a city to how many people end up going to I know, those jails. I know one thing is Oprah Winfrey sent sent uh I think she sent like ten million here, five, yeah. maybe like about it was about. Uh, about seven years ago, somewhere around there, yeah. and uh, they used all they were supposed to build because we have a heroin, paint, like dude, it's bad. So like people wow. left and right, man, constantly every day, and it's like they were supposed to build new rehab centers with the uh, the money that Oprah gave us. She gave us well, gave this the city uh, money to build rehabs and everything, and they literally they they bought brand new cop cars and guns and. And built a new jail, and so she's got a lawsuit. But I mean, I, but that's you know, that's that's the thing. You know, you gotta have somebody that's they're not that like. Don't pray. We can't. We can't make this town all about crime. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. We gotta get that out the picture, man, because it's not a bad place, man. It's a, yeah. actually a great place. People are very united here, and we have you know fifty, maybe almost fifty thousand people here, and it's like. You know, we're for the most part we're very united, and yeah. we don't have we don't have a gang unit police force like oh, wow. gangs. We have the, we have people to claim gangs and stuff. But they ain't, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's not like that, man. And but you know the drugs are really bad, uh, and, and some crimes are really bad. But um, you know, the, for the most part, we got a good community, man. It's just we need more positive things, man. Yes. 
Yeah. Especially for the kids, man. There's, you know, for, for adults and stuff, a lot of times, no matter how much you try to help somebody they're if they're not ready to accept it, it's, uh, it's not going to change anything, but for kids, they don't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. For kids, they, they just see whatever they see on social media or whatever they hear in the music and man, all this music now, like, you know, I grew up loving hip hop and I listened to rap, all that kind of stuff. And I, I go back and listen to some of it and it wasn't good. It wasn't a great message, but the stuff that, that they're talking about now, it seems so much worse. Yeah, I know, man. It, it's definitely a lot worse, you know. It's a lot worse. Yeah. yeah so. But I mean, uh, yeah. it was it was bad. We like we listened to some bad stuff, man. But it wasn't. It's just yeah, different, you know, man. Like, yeah. You know, they're pushing it. They push it way harder. Like back yeah. then, it was hard to hear it. It was hard to get yeah. a copy of it. You got to burn that shit off the internet yeah. somewhere, man. You know. <laughs> you used and, to go to your friends' house you know, just to listen right, to, to rap music and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And now they're putting him on the face of TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. the face of TV, you know? Yeah, and social media made all that so much easier, too. It's like, you know, the, the one that trips me out the most is the 6 9 guy. You know, you see kids with the big tats on their face and the rainbow hair. And I'll be like, yo, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> these kids, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that guy, uh, his his music videos and, and when he's on uh, Instagram or whatever social media he's using, that guy's uh, he doesn't hold back. That's for sure. World now, man. Yeah. And my, See, my dad used to tell me that all the time, man. I didn't, I didn't understand it, but now I understand, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, my oldest is 11, and uh, he he plays baseball, and and he was doing basketball before, but I needed karate since he was little. But we we pretty much focus on baseball now because that's kind of how it is in Japan. It's just you choose one sport and that's it. Like. They got a game this weekend. You know, it's going to be like 35 degrees, but they got a baseball game. And that's just uh, how you do it out here. You choose one sport and, and you go. And you know, he's got a social media. He's got a uh, Instagram, but he's never on it. Like I control it. He doesn't use it. He doesn't even know how many, you know, how many followers he has. None of that. I just use it to 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 get to get him out there. And he's got some sponsors and stuff like that. So that's what I use it for for him. But uh, I'm nervous to hand it over to him. Hey, I, I do the same with my daughter, man. My, she's yeah. nine. She's yeah. very mature. She's very mature, yeah. and she understands. Like she's smart, man. Like she, yeah. she's like uh, she's my firstborn, man. But she, she's actually a big sister, man. Like she, she surprises me every day, man. Like she's a very good girl, man, and an honest girl, and and she knows right from wrong. She knows she ain't supposed to do certain things. She won't do it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I get a little. I I, I control the whole. The, her whole Instagram, you yeah. know, I let I let her go on there and and scroll sometimes, but you know, I'm sitting there supervising her, and I don't, yeah. you know, I don't let her post nothing unless I post it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Post it. I don't accept. I don't let her accept any followers. I have to do all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I told uh, my I told my seven year old. I said um, she'll be eight in February, but I told her when she's. You know, when she's uh, when she gets mature like your sister, and you turn if you turn eight, when you turn eight or nine, um, you know, I, I I'll set you one up too. But you know, so I give her, you know, I let her big sister be an example and yeah. just let her try to follow the lead, man. But also yeah, teach it's her. Tough. To be a- it's tough too because 
we, you know, we, we want to protect them and kind of keep them off of it, but everybody's on it. You can't, you can't get the neighbors to be off it or the kid down the street to be off it. And if your kid's not on there, they're, they're left out of so much, which is very unfortunate. So unless like the whole community says, Hey, no Instagram for our kids, there's really not much you can do except for, you know, like, like, like we're doing kind of control it for them. Right. Yeah. There was one point, man, like, I would say about a, a year ago, um, my, my, I see my kid, my kid was doing this little, she was singing and doing this little dance, my little three-year-old, man. I was like, she's doing this dance and uh, she was like, I'm a savage. You know what I mean? she, was, <laughs> she was doing this thing and this dance and I was just like, I was like, where the heck did she get that? And they were like, TikTok. Like, we don't know. So their mom was letting them on TikTok and stuff. You know, I put it into that quick, man. You know, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, y'all can't be on TikTok, man. You know what I mean? No. can't be on there dancing with these videos and, and all that, man. It's just because it influences a man and, and, and parents think it's cute and everything, man. But then yes. kids think it's okay because the parents think it's cute. And the next thing you know, man, it's, you can't, you can't take it away from them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's already programmed in their head, man. It's hard to get yep. them out of there. Yep. And, and, you know, they go to their friend's house and they all have it. And yeah, the TikTok thing, I don't, I don't get on there. I started an account like when it first came out and, uh, I think it was about two months ago. I just, I opened it up to see what was on there. And I just kind of kept, you know, flipping through the channel, the, the posts and stuff. And I was like, man, I got to turn this off. And I had to go apologize to my wife. I felt like I was cheating on her with all the stuff that was on there. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I got to delete this damn TikTok thing. Not, not that it, you know, I was like, oh damn, I'm going to contact these girls. Not at all. But I, I showed my wife, I was like, look at this. I mean, look at what people are posting on it. I was like, I, I feel like I'm doing something wrong and probably, you know, you, you probably are know, if you, you just sit there and just watch all that stuff. Hey, I know if you walked up, you'd be doing something wrong. If you walked up and see you looking at it. Oh, like, my God. Like, you know, I promise you I'm just scrolling. And this stuff I pops swear away. I just opened it right now. I would have, I would have tossed that phone. But yeah, I, I showed my wife. I got up and I was like, like, look at this. She's like, yeah, I know. That's uh, That's crazy. So I, I won't let my kids, you know, have TikTok and, you know, you can't control them forever. They're going to get old enough and, and uh, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. You just hope that whatever you taught them when they were young, they're going to, they're going to remember it. And when they do make a mistake, hopefully they'll be able to correct it and uh, make a better choice after that. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. man. Even when I do stuff wrong around, like I, I try not to do things around them you know but like i said nobody's perfect man and I'll, yeah. sometimes i'll slip up and do some things that i shouldn't do and i make sure i instantly let them know like hey i was wrong for saying that i was wrong yeah. for acting like that i shouldn't have been acting like that or i shouldn't have said that i know i was wrong and i just want you to know i was you know that, that it's not okay for me to say things like that or, or it's not okay for me to act like that you know what I mean? yeah 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 because they're they're always watching they watch everything and and you know, with my oldest, he's, oh, he's 11. And I forgot, I forgot, like when he was two and three, you know, it's, it's been so long, you kind of forget that they are watching everything with the new one. He's two now and he'll do or say something. And I'm like, where did he pick that up? And my wife's like, where do you think? I'm like, oh, all right. I got, uh, I got to start watching what I'm doing. Yeah. He, he learns from you and the, but and, and the other, you got two boys, right? Two boys. Yeah. Two yeah. and 11. He learns. That's like my kids are so close in age, man. It's like my three-year-old. She learns everything from her older sisters, man. It's like <laughs> she 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 gets smart. So she's so smart, man. Because her older sisters are smart. It's like she learns. Yeah. She has so many 
learn from, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got to watch it six months, man, and uh, she's gonna, she's just gonna, she's oh. extra smart, man. She's she's so big, man. She's twenty pounds in six months. Jeez. He's uh, she's a uh, very healthy man. And that's awesome. Man. That's thankful. Awesome. Yeah, like that's smiling. amazing. Smiles every day, all day, man. You can. She she eat her sweet potatoes, man. She'll sit there and kick and giggle the whole time, man. She loves it. <laughs> that's, that's what life is all about, man. Once you have kids, it's just just watching them smile. You know, whatever problems you got going on, if you just sit and take time with your kids and watch them smile and watch them play kind of make everything go away and you start realizing, man, it's not that serious. Whatever it is, we can get through it. Especially if you keep your faith, we can get through anything. Right. For sure, man. But just, All right, I know, brother. I'm going to just hit me with the 15% warning, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, time to, it's time to cut this conversation. Your phone's about to die. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Look out for me, you know, uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. I'll be, uh, hey, I, like I said, I'll be, I'll be here all year, man. And uh, yeah, like I said, man, my future's with Bare Knuckle FC. But I'd yep. say, like I said, at the same time, man, don't be surprised if you see me pop up some on the side. You know what I mean? Pop out, yeah. get back in that That'd cage. Be great man. if they let you, if they let you jump from MMA and still do the Bare Knuckle thing. That'd be awesome. For sure, man. Yeah. And, uh, well, keep me posted. You know, uh, you know, whenever you got your next fight booked, let me know right away. For sure, for sure. So, like I said, it might it might be Tampa in February or it'd be Miami in March, man. We'll we'll see, man. But uh, hey, thanks for having me. No and, problem, uh, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll keep in touch. And uh, I might be I might be back in the states either March or April. And I'm planning to uh, I'll be in like a Seattle, L.A. And I might try to get over to Florida too. Um, so if you got something going on there in March, maybe we can hook up over there. Yeah, I mean, you know that, that uh, there's a couple of guys you know running their mouths on social media lately. You know what I mean? So yeah, all these guys, these guys think they're tough, man. It's like, you know, what I mean, every fight I've had, man, I have fought a freaking hero, man. Like I have yes. fought main event my whole life, man. I've always, yeah. like I told you, I have booked all my fights. I always have fought the backyard guy, man. I've never yeah. been the hometown guy. I've yeah. always flown, been flown in to lose. And I have upsated, up made upsets, you know, 80% yeah. of the time. But it's like, you know, and I see these guys get uh, 0-0 opponents or 1-0 opponents or these guys that yeah. don't have any fights. But it's like, man, they never gave me that that that, that opportunity yeah. to, to build myself up either, man. But that's just that just shows you how tough I am, man. And, yeah. And, 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 I'm, you know, this one dude, Jake Bosley, is calling me out. I guess he's from Miami or something, man. But. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I'll be closing, shutting his mouth here in uh, February, March, man. There's, yeah, I saw that. I saw that post, and uh, I was so, a little surprised, yeah. but I was like, oh wow. I they think it's sweet, man. You know, everybody thinks it's sweet, man, because it's like you say, you, you have my on and off times, man. So you might catch me training, or you might not. Yeah. So it's like yeah. they they and and like I said, this time I'm I'm, I'm really getting. I've been serious this last year, man, and I've. You know, you, as you see with my last performance, so yeah, I've just, you know, I've I've getting back in it, man. I've just been steady going and training, man, and I've kind of just rebuilt myself up in 2020, and in 2021, man, I'm gonna show y'all what I'm about, man. 2021, new, time to go. Beginning, man. New beginning, line of Judah, baby. Let's there go. There we go. Man. There we go. 2021. We'll keep an eye out for you, and we'll definitely uh, keep watching whatever's gonna be going on, whether it's in uh, bare knuckle or it's uh, back in the octagon. 
So excited to see what's going to happen for you in 2021, brother. Awesome, man. Excited. All right, man. God bless you, man. Stay safe. God bless you too. Yeah, appreciate your time. Appreciate the conversation, man. Absolutely. We'll talk to you you. soon. All right, man. God bless.